Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. Had to think about that for a second. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for tuning in at supertalk.fm. I want to thank all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen out there taking care of us. And speaking of of women, I want to thank all the wives that have to suffer through us every morning, you know? You're sitting there and you're like, oh, my husband's awake. Oh, God, he's listening to those two morons again. Just think. There are two wives in this town that cannot get away from They can't get away. It could be worse, ladies. <laughs> you can hear this voice all the time. You can't, but you could. <laughs> Just saying. So those women out there who do listen to us and are like appreciative, we, we love you too. We we love you all. Yeah. So, you know. I would like to see our demographics. I, 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 I wish are. I had like a little more specifics. Yeah. That was, that was, that, was, I, that I, is the greatest review in the history on, of, of Apple uh, podcasts. Yeah. I, I laughed a lot at that. Uh, also appreciated the other one that said word that we're so good that we're going to go to like Buddy, national syndication from your deal. lips to God's ears <laughs> like that one too. Yeah. Um. But no, if I give you a number, ten percent. Um, you think we got ten percent women? I feel like yeah. I feel. I mean, you're telling me in a thousand listeners do I have a hundred women? Yeah. I feel like I could. You could get behind that. I mean, how many women are at the football games? And they're like actually engaged. Oh, I, I know as far as like Mississippi State fans, so that's there's what I'm plenty saying. There's of women plenty there. of them. Yeah, I think so. I think so. We'll never know, though. All right, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. I need to get my Strange Brew and uh, pick up that, that freebie that, uh, who, who was it that left it for us? It was Ryan. When, when Ryan? Ryan, what was his last name? Let's uh, get the full credit here. Uh, 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 um, you just remember these things. Ryan Sims, I was correct. Ryan yes, Sims, I yeah. could not remember your last name. My apologies, Ryan. Well, thanks very much uh, for that. But name. we appreciate you listening, and we very much appreciate Other free things. coffee. Yeah. So thank you for that. <laughs> I want to thank all of our great listeners who've been making Strange Brew Coffee House part of their day, part of their weekends when they come up to Starkville. They appreciate you as much as we do. And, of course, they are one of the great Keystone local businesses here. So let's keep them up and running. Don't forget this holiday season to give them a look for online shopping. You can get coffee shipped right to your house. And then you don't have all the worries. You don't have to worry about going to the drive-thru. You don't have to worry about the walk-up window. It's just right there. College Corner Store. Hey, guys, if you guys are going to have a, a watch party, hey, this is a great weekend for a watch party, by the way. You know why? No disappointment. Mississippi State's not playing. Unless I saw, I saw somebody on Twitter today say, unless the bye week uh, rushes three and drops eight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That's pretty funny. Well, regardless of what you're doing, head over to College Corner and outfit your house. Not not just yourself. Outfit your house in maroon and white. They've got all the decorations, all the tailgating supplies, party platters, all the games everybody likes to play when they're tailgating. You can do it right there in your own backyard. So go by one of their two locations in Jackson. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Our good friends at Advantage Business Systems know that right now, your business needs to be working as efficiently as it can. They want you to give them a call and they can put their experience to work for you, making sure that your business is at a premium. 
They've got all the solutions you need in terms of office technology, office management, information management, things like that. They've got solutions for you. 45 years of experience. They've stayed in business for a reason. It's because they deliver for their customers. Call them today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. All right, Joel T. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of rumblings today, brother. Well, then let's let's do some rumbling. Before, let's before we uh, get too far into the rumblings, though, let's 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 address the elephant in the room. Uh, we are aware we are recording this at a time that we are aware of what happened with Garrett, Garrett Trader. He has entered the transfer portal, but today is Rumblings Day. So, Garrett, you're on you're on page two. We'll talk about you tomorrow. <laughs> also, on tomorrow's show, I want to go ahead and give you guys a, a heads up that uh, we've got some great interviews. I said we were going to look at some of the other sports. Uh, around we've got interviews lined up and set and lined up and lined up and set. I got I'm just you repeating myself. I feel like I'm on crack. I'm not, but I feel like it. Uh, I, I say that I have no idea what being on crack would feel like. <laughs> it is late night. It is. Yeah, we're recording pretty late. But anyway, uh, Coach Ben Hallen, Coach Chris Lamonis, both on tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning, and on Friday's Thunder and Lightning, uh, Coach Nikki McCray Penson, Coach Samantha Ricketts. We'll have all the, the winter and spring sports, uh, the big sports covered this week. Let's move on into the rumblings. This is brought to you by our good friends who over at Welcome Home Beef. Joel T., Joel's not aware of what's about to happen here. I may be. I, I might be. Did you get a text? I didn't get a text, but I think I saw a tweet. A tweet? A, a reply to someone. Okay. What did it say? I don't want to say it You tell me then. You, you know so much. I, and I don't know if he was saying it in jest. Okay. But... Thunder and Lightning Burger or something like that? Tomorrow, you and I need to be at Welcome Home Beef to sample the Thunder and Lightning Burger. <laughs> and that will be a menu item on the food truck going forward. And it's going to be delicious. So, 10.45 a.m., my friend, meet me at Welcome Home Beef. And you need to meet yourself at Welcome Home Beef. You need to go try the food truck, get it cooked for you. Or if you want to cook it yourself, they have got coolers full of meat, burgers, all manner of steaks, roast, brisket. And, of course, any special orders you're looking to, to fill, they've got you covered there. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. I'll tell you one thing I know for sure. That Thunder and Lightning Burger just tastes good. It's going to be it's gonna be fun. I can't wait to get, get a hold of it tomorrow. All right. Into the rumblings. And my man Tom Self leads us off with the big question. Is Kylan Hill still on the team? Well, good timing. Uh we spoke to head football coach Mike Leach about three hours ago. We did. As as we record this. And, and at that time. And at that time, uh, he said that Kylan Hill is still unavailable. And he is out due to what Mike Leach deemed personal reasons. Don't know what those are. Uh, pretty sure there's more to it. But in answer to the question, is he still on the team? Yeah, he's still there. <laughs> uh I don't know what my gut tells me on this. You think he plays at Alabama? And it, we, this is just gut at this point. I mean, we we don't have any. I say we don't. You may. I don't. I don't have any insight into whether or not he'll he'll be playing at Alabama or not. But right now, it kind of feels iffy. I would, if I were a betting man, which I am, my money would be on no. If you were a betting man, which you just admitted to being, do you think Kylan Hill ever? plays another down for Mississippi State. I'm not sure. I'm not either. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really 50-50 on this. Um, 
You know, when people talk about personal issues and stuff, uh, you just don't know how that's going to go. You don't know. You have no idea. Yeah. And if it and, was, and, you know, if it was a disciplinary thing, and be like, okay, he's got to do this, doesn't? Okay, you can get back to that. And if it was, you know, a a legal thing, you you could, you know, have an idea of, of the time frame. When people talk about family and personal issues, you just don't ever know how that's going to go. There's that, and and Colin, for as talented as he is. And a kid that, in my dealings with him, I've always enjoyed my dealings with him uh, through interviews and the discussions that we've had. So it's, it's no knock on him. It's just the cold, hard facts that he's kind of been wishy-washy with decisions in the past, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then when it comes to, I'm going to NFL draft, I'm not going to NFL draft, this, that. I mean, kind of seems like sometimes he has trouble making decisions. Yeah, so let's just... But we'll see. But right now, today, as we record this, at 9.33 p.m. on Tuesday, on the October team. the 20th, he is still on the team. Still on the team. All right. Uh, next question comes to us from John Burnett, who wants to know, will Wednesday's show be the rumblings? Yes. <laughs> uh, Ford Polk. <laughs> Ford. If Texas A&M had any kind of defense in 12 and 13, does it play for a national title in those years? Um, let's go back and look at the uh, – our good friend uh, Jim Howell's historical score database here, so we can get an idea. The 13 team, I remember, was not very good defensively. You know, the the, uh, the 12 team for AM, you know, Mansell didn't really start to blossom until about midway through the season. And I want to say they had already lost both of those, both games they had lost. Yeah, they, they started the year off losing to Florida, and then they lost to LSU uh, on October 20th, and then they didn't lose again. So defensively, they weren't that terrible that year. Um, they did give up 57 points in a game to Louisiana Tech, but that was a really good La Tech team, as I recall. Um, the two games they lost, Joel, they lost 20 to 17 and 24 to 19. So that was just a case of two. I mean, and Florida that year, that was Muschamp's one good year. They went 11 and two. Uh, LSU was 10 and three. So they just lost to two good teams. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it was defense that cost them. It was Manziel. Took the first half of the season and to become Superman, and then he did uh, basically the next week against Auburn, and then came to Mississippi State. The Mississippi State game, as much as the Heisman was sort of won for him at the Alabama game with Mansell, the Mississippi State game set the stage for that. He was so dominant against State that the next week when they played Alabama, all the nation was watching him. Because remember, State was uh, at that point, I guess, would have been seven and one. They had just lost to Alabama. Alabama. But they were still seven and one. A and M was coming that, in at like six and two. That's the game they came here and stayed just played game. like ten yards off the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, man, that that game was awful. That's Johnny Manziel knew how to beat rush three drop. That was one of my. I mean, it's obviously not the biggest upset. I mean, no, yeah. no shock. State lost the game. But as far as just games that I went to as a fan and just this sucked from left beginning to end. Quarter. It was terrible. I left in the second quarter. I was like, I, I see what's happening here. That is on the Bill Simmons level of losing. That's a alpha dog game. And it was hot. Yeah. Gosh, it was hot. It was hot night. for it was, it was November third, and it was hot. Yeah, but that was an alpha dog game. Manziel was the best player on the field, and he made Mississippi State aware of it every snap he took. All right, uh, more from Ford Polk. Is there a one act in the past where you think that's what cursed Mississippi State sports? What do you believe we have to do to break the curse? I don't believe in curses. He says, just kind of curious. I think the firing of Alan McKean is that answer. Yeah. You know, you fired a coach who was very successful because some boosters wanted him gone because they didn't like the way he was doing things. 
Well, that came back to bite you, and it's been that way ever since. Mississippi State was a respectable football school under Alan McKean, and they have never been since. You know, they've had moments of respectability, but in terms of just year in, year out, you can count on Mississippi State to be in the top 25. You can't do that. Nope. What do we have to do to break that curse? Has he got any grandchildren? Sign them to a scholarship? I mean, imagine, you, know, you know, I don't know. Just, just get, make his great-great-grandson the long snapper. Sometimes breaking the curse is something you just have to overcome it. Like the Red Sox, you yeah. know, they were cursed forever. And what did they do? They did nothing. They just eventually broke through. Okay. So maybe you can't. You just have to so serve we're still your, waiting on the Mississippi State pens. version of Dave Roberts' stolen base here is what you're telling me? Why do we have to bring up Dave Roberts? I'm sorry. Today? I'm sorry. Jeez. But, I mean, he's the guy who did that. It was. So I guess so. Uh, do you have a favorite alien movie? Can be from any franchise. I've got a answer that may be controversial. Really, I, I haven't watched any Alien. No, no. I think he means he says from any franchise. So I assume he okay. Means, so he doesn't like, just he, mean the movie. Yeah, I don't think he means the the Alien trilogy. I think okay. he means like movies that are where have aliens, aliens are in them. Yes. E. T. Oh, <laughs> come on! <laughs> I have two choices here. Encino Man's not an alien. Never no, he's a caveman. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Independence Day. Yeah. ID4. And uh, uh, Predator. Independence Day. That'd be mine. I love Predator. Predator may be like the best guy movie ever made. All right. Uh, last one. Fork always gives us the, uh, the, 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 the funny historical thing here. Mm-hmm. Did you know Cornell has a winning record against Syracuse? I did not know that. You know who's excited about that, right? I do. Andy Bernard. He is. So let's see here. They don't even have the Winsipedia for it. That's that's how... I mean, it's got to be like one Well, take nothing. your word for it, because you've been right every... I believe for it. I know he's, he's telling the truth, so... All right. Uh, Trotter Flynn, I admittedly have a low football IQ, but can I get an explanation on how intentional grounding and a QB spike can exist in the same rule book? What a great question. I don't really know the answer. I've never really understood that. I, I think I guess intentional grounding isn't throwing the ball away. It's throwing the ball away to avoid a sack. If you're spiking the ball, you're not trying to avoid a sack. You're just trying to get rid of the ball. You're just trying to incomplete a pass. But you are intentionally throwing it to nobody, right? But the grounding, I think it's. I think it has to be that you're under pressure when you when you do. And it. of course, your center is an ineligible receiver. So. Right. Right. So, but I, I, I've always. I I'm imagine. with you. All right. Uh, what would MSU's record be if they just kicked a field goal every time they crossed the twenty-yard line after the LSU game? Have they done what? What would say MSU's that again? Rec- what would MSU's record be if they kicked a field goal when they crossed the twenty-yard line after the LSU game? Has State been inside the twenty? What would their record if they had kicked a field goal? Yeah. After they crossed the twenty-yard line, Trotter, I don't get this question, so we're going to move on. Uh, let's see here. Is he meaning another game? I, I don't know what he means. I don't get it. Here we go. Tyler Warren. Me, my wife, and my 13-year-old daughter will be traveling back home from Montana for my cousin's wedding. We will be around for both the Alabama and the Vandy games. Dang, fall weddings, man. We hope to try and get tickets for the Vandy game, but we will see. Obviously, plans have been messed up due to COVID. Now, I'd now like to go somewhere to eat and watch the game with my family. We are really excited to eat good Southern food again because Montana is lacking in that department, obviously. I can believe that. 
don't imagine there's a lot of uh, fried chicken and okra and sweet tea, sweet tea heading up in yeah. Montana way. A lot of bear. You eat bear up there. Yeah. Elk. Moose. Elk. Elk is actually good. Give me a place to go watch the game and what to eat. Appetizers, entrees, whatever. I have not been back home in like four years. I want the full experience. Let me hear what you got. What you got? Thanks, guys. Well, I mean, I definitely want to send you to Two Brothers. You can't go wrong there. And get, I haven't been to the new location since they've... Well, what are we waiting on? I don't know. Let's go next week. I, I'm going to have to become a lunch guy. Okay. The problem with that is... That's when you work I, out. I then. only eat one... Anyway, I've got to figure out... You could have one my, day where you eat a big lunch, and then maybe like for dinner you have like a bowl of cereal or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just to tide you over. Yeah. Or have a, a small sandwich, you know, to make a turkey sandwich. Got to rearrange my eating. All right, well... Just say, just say the word. We'll go. But I go to Two Brothers and get some smoked wings and the pork rind nachos. Maybe a couple of barbecue tacos. Got plenty of TVs in there to watch the game. Um, you can go to Bulldog Burger. Love going to Bulldog Burger. Great place. Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Smokehouse Burger is my my choice there. Their mac and cheese is quite good. Um, you can go to the Camp House. Build your own macaroni and cheese, which is always good. They have great smoked wings there as well. Uh, they have good burgers there. Uh, King's Craft is another good place that I like to go. Uh, they have maybe the best burger in town. They have the, the patty melt there. It's fantastic. But they also have great steaks, uh, good food there. So, yeah, you got a lot of options. Uh, the G- Georgia Blue, good southern cooking there. And uh, they have a fantastic patio. You want to go out and talk about watch the game. And for, like, you've got to think, like, the Vandy game, that should be really good weather, right, for just sitting outside. Might be a little cool. You all right over there? You the, caught on the something? The chair has caught my, my headset. He's caught on something. I was, I was like, All right, we, we figured it out. sucked into the floor. What's we figured it out. All right. okay, so there, those, are my, those are some good options there for you, I think. Robert Templeton wants to know, based on his early play for the Titans, is Jeffrey Simmons the best young D-lineman in the NFL? He's up there. He's in the, he's in the group. Yeah. I mean, who, who else is in that group? In terms of young, like I don't even consider Aaron Donald young anymore. No. He's a veteran. Fletcher Cox is a veteran. Chris Jones is a veteran. Speaking of Tua, obviously my yeah. boy, yeah, will start his first ever game for the Miami Dolphins yeah. when they come off their bye week here in a couple weeks. And he's young. welcome to the NFL. Aaron Donald's going to be on the other Ooh. side. So uh, hope you're healthy, Tua. <laughs> Telling the center and guard, like just I don't care, just triple team him every play. <laughs> don't don't you dare let him touch him. Um, so yeah, I mean he's in that tier. Montez Sweat's getting up there too. Yeah, he's playing well. With Drew Brees' run coming to an end in New Orleans, where do they go next for quarterback? If only there was a disgruntled quarterback out there, a guy whose owner has treated him like complete crap, and he might be looking to get away. Maybe coming off maybe, injury and yeah, you be can looking get him, maybe, for a fresh start. Looking for a fresh start. Maybe a hometown kind of guy, a kid from Louisiana. Oh, oh that would be so delicious. So, yes, hopefully that's the way they go. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go. I don't believe that Jameis Winston's the answer. I don't believe that Taysom Hill's the answer. Fitz Magic, baby. No, I don't think that's the answer either. <laughs> you know, he's, he's playing that's, really that's well. That's the answer to like a pop quiz. It's not the answer to the test. <laughs> he right? really like it's it's one reason why I'm surprised that's the Dolphins it's, it's went magic. ahead. And, it's it's magic. He, he went the, the Dolphins went ahead and, and named two of the starter and mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick's been playing really, really, really well. Yeah. Originally from Mississippi, I've never heard of a Mississippi pot roast. Can I get the recipe? So I had, I've had i only started hearing about it in the last couple of years. It's become very popular. You can do it on the grill like I did. I just, you get a couple hours of smoke and let it build up some bark, and then you put it in the in the, in the the oven or in the slow cooker. Most people just put it in the crock pot and let it yeah. sit all day. And it's That's, that's the that's mama, mama Ann way. Yeah, you just it's a pot roast, 
a stick of butter, a packet of ranch, the ranch dry seasoning, a packet of au jus gravy mix, and about six or seven pepperoncini peppers with the juice. Now, I left the pepperoncinis out because my ears at Papa John's have made me having me PTSD for pepperoncinis. Oh, I love pepperoncinis. Well, buddy, we, if we had been friends back in the day, I'd have, I, I had a friend one time. I just, I, I, I guess the statute of limitations, I just stole a bag for her and just yeah. gave it to her. You know, and they keep forever. Like the shelf, our shelf life on them back in the day was like six months because I mean they're packed in all that yeah. in the juice. So I guess in real life they probably don't go bad for a solid year. So, but anyway, let that all cook together for until the roast is nice and tender. Get after it. It's an interesting thing. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. How many pizzas have you? Do you think you've eaten in your lifetime? Eaten? Yes. Oh, I have no idea. I mean, a lot. I mean, I think more like, than the average man. Well, I mean, I, I probably at least had a slice a day because there's always a pizza that somebody wouldn't pick up, and I yeah. just grab a slice, just you know, as a snack or something. Somebody asked me the other day, like, do you miss anything about working at the pizza place? And I was like, the only thing I miss is that, and it's probably a good thing for me, but at like nine o'clock at night, I could just be like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go make a pizza. Yeah. I'm going to go make some wings. And I could just go up there, make them, and walk out. You know, yeah. Nobody's going to say anything to me. Uh, where are we here? Jared Gardner. My mom grew up an Alabama fan, and my dad is a Mississippi State fan. So I had a chance to be a Bama fan like her and my twin brother. Well, that's rough. The yeah. twin brother is a Bama fan? Ooh. Intrigue. Do you guys think my dad planted the seed for me to be a state fan so he would be so he would have someone else to be miserable with him? <laughs> Jared, I'm sure your father loves you very much. Because but that is exactly what he did. <laughs> I mean, he had to have someone. There is no he doubt to- in my mind that that man was like, I'm not going to grow up. I'm not going to have for the next 40 years or 50 years of my life three against one when those teams are playing each other. Somebody's going to be miserable here with me. And Jared, he flipped a coin. And I don't know what your twin brother's name is, but the luck of the draw saved him. Yes, I believe that 100%. That man's a genius, though. I mean, that's like Mike Vrabel. We were talking about yesterday. We're Chess and Jeckers there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was just like... He yeah, could have just let them both grow up and pick, yeah, but they both would have picked Alabama. Somebody's joining me. And, so they and both would have picked Alabama because, you know, the Alabama is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. The Allegheny Boys Tennis Program. As bad as the last three games have been to watch, why don't the MSU fans on Twitter look at the long-term past success of Leach? That info is on the interwebs. You're, you're not wrong. Yeah. I ask myself that pretty often. Uh, that's not as... Uh, catchy i guess is the hot take i guess but yeah i mean the guy has been successful yeah he knows what it takes he knows how to get this to get a program going how far does the does the suck have to go before you're like oh that track record may be what it is but i don't know if it's going to work here you want you lose to vanderbilt and see how i feel yeah is that about the only way it could get there this year no if you finish this two and eight i'm gonna be like all right that's that was unusual you know, I mean, get manhandled by Ole Miss and Missouri at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, yeah, it could happen. Uh, since the O-line is struggling, can we go center nine with nine wide receivers to spread out of the line of scrimmage? Go with that A-11 offense, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, you know, I'm willing to try anything once. Imagine that, you know, James Jackson, there's Will Rogers behind him. Now you don't need nine receivers. First off, you got to have a running back. Got to have the threat of the running game, right? So Marks is alongside him, and then eight receivers just spread out. You know, f- four of them are on the line. I guess now it has to be six. five of them are on the line. Only one of them's eligible, and the other ones, you know. But you got a mixed and match, and people are like, what the hell's going on there? You know, I still don't understand this whole 
can't block three with five thing. It, I, it just baffles the mind. And, and we were sense. talking to Leach. And I, in fact, I specifically asked Leach about offensive line play. Is it the split? Is it like what's in, in your watching of the film the last couple of weeks? What's kind of causing it? And, and he 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 went on. You asked you him know, what's causing all that? Yeah, basically. And and he was talking about like some missed assignments and things. But like, I wanted to follow up, but I don't want to sound like I'm trying to set him up. I just I don't get how even if you have a missed assignment. Yeah. Okay, so three guys are going to block one guy. Yeah. Okay, you still got a, a guy each for the other two guys. Right. Like, you have the numbers It advantage. feels like you should go into the game. You know, when we break the huddle, okay, there's the nose tackle and two ends. All right? Left tackle's responsible for an end. Right tackle's responsible for an end. Center's responsible for the nose tackle. The two guards are going to help as they see fit. All right? Maybe they first immediately get a push on the nose guard so there's not a big rush up the middle, and then you fall off and make sure the, the ends aren't coming around. Feels like that should be what what's, what's happening, but again, I, I feel like that's you know, I feel like a, 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 a you know a, a normal guy trying to explain something to Albert Einstein. Like I, I don't know, there's something I'm missing. You know, I, I don't know what because it is. even if your offensive line truly sucks, and I don't think this one does. Right, these guys have talent. I mean, you got a five star out there. Yeah, tackle. I mean, you got you got talent across the board. Yeah, but even if every one of them was a one star. And they were just big guys that fill up space. If they have the numbers advantage five on three, you would think they could do better than what this group is doing right now. You would think, but it is what it is. So I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, also from the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program, am I un-American if I think Hacksaw Jim Duggan was slightly disappointing as a pro wrestler? Well, I mean, what did you expect from him? He's not five-star match guy. But as his character went, he was great. You know, I remember Hacksaw more for like the... I guess the parody version of himself he was in WCW. Yeah. I remember him more for that than I do his WWF run and, you know, winning the first Royal Rumble and that whole yeah, nine yeah. yards. Well, I mean, he was destined to be like a, a big part of that, and then he got arrested with the Iron Sheik in a time where, you know, the faces and the heels weren't supposed to be together, and he got arrested for drugs, so it was just bad. Oh. Yeah. Steven's got a question for you. What are the top three priorities for the Braves this offseason? Uh, sign Freddie Freeman to a long-term extension, which I think that's about 100% going to happen. It's just a matter of how much is it going to be and when are they going to announce it. Because it's last year before he heads into free agency. That's going to happen. Freddie wants to sign. The Braves want to sign him. So that'll happen. Uh, you got to, I think, keep Marcelo Zuna. Dude just raked all year long. And I think Freddie, part of the reason he's as good as he is is because uh, he had Donaldson behind him the year before, and he had Marcel behind him this past year. You got to keep that protection in the lineup. But didn't I think, you say that Ozuna can't field? He can't. So you got to hope that the, the. But that's what I was going to say. Assuming that the DH sticks, if the DH doesn't stick, it gets kind of iffy. Okay. Uh, I would say priority three, and it's amazing I've dropped it all the way down to three. But Ian Anderson and I know Kyle Wright had a bad start in the NLCS, but he showed enough down the stretch. Their young pitching is is great, but they man, if they could sign Trevor Bauer and you could pair him with a healthy Mike Soroka and Max Freed, and then Ian Anderson's your four, and holy cow, um, that team would be favored to get at least back to the NLCS again next year if they they did that. So, All right. also from Steven, would you rather have Acuna or Betts? Man, that's tough. Uh, but think- Betts is what you hope Acuna is. Yeah. So probably this. As good as I think Ronnie is and already is, probably the safer bets bets because he's already there. I mean, 
American League MVP and that whole nine yards. But I, really, for value sake, though, it's Acuna because well, he's oh, got for sure, yeah. six, seven, eight more years on that deal, and it's hundred mil or less. So yeah, uh, Justin Strawn, who we're not happy with. Speaking of bets, Dodger fans, that just stop. I'm about to mute him. I swear to God. Uh, how is the 2015 offensive line, which had a converted tight end playing left tackle, somehow better than the offensive line this year, which has a four and a five star player on it? That's a great question. Now, part of it's the scheme, you know, but part of it's Dak Prescott and making guys look good. Um, but you're right. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. And like Joel said a minute ago, I don't really care what the talent level is. Five should be able to block three. Yeah. I think Errol Thompson liked his questions, by the way. <laughs> well, that's not good. I think I saw that. <laughs> right. uh, let's see here. This defense isn't as good as 1999 or 2018, but it feels like they're the best defense that we've had that has been let down the most by the offense. Am I completely off base for feeling that way? This is a running trend. I think somebody asked us about this later. Um, when MSU has an elite defense, you can almost count it at having a bad offense. 99 offense was terrible. The leading rusher had less than 400 yards on the season. They lost the two games they lost. They scored seven and nine. I mean, you know, go back to 2018 again in in a different era of college football. Had they simply scored 29 points in every game, they would have gone undefeated. So, this is just this is why I thought things were going to be different. Like they're going to be bad defensively. Some of the offense will be good. Can't ever have both, evidently. Never have both. Speaking of Mookie, by the way, oh, Justin, you already why? know this, but he just cranked a homer in the World Series. Why are you so. doing this? Why? I'm, we, we, none, neither one of us are happy about hearing that. Well, let's I'm, move I'm, on. I'm trying to keep up with it over here. You keep up with it on your own time. I don't want to hear about it. Tampa Bay is going to fail America. <laughs> I don't know. They, you, got, you got Hunter Renfro and Nate Lowe. Well, they need to start doing something. Yeah. Anyway. Um, dogs wanting some World Series rings. All right. Rob Hadaway told me I should be sure to take the best medication I have to recover from my knee surgery about 15 minutes before the game Saturday. Ooh, that's good advice. Is that the best advice ever given to a Mississippi State fan? It's up there. It is up there. That's good advice. Appreciate that. (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, JC, if Will ends up being the starter moving forward, it seems like he should. Do you expect KJ to opt out? Um, well... Gosh, that would be interesting if he did. State would be down to Rodgers and Maiden. I mean, I don't. What what would that gain? You don't have like five weeks left of the season. Yeah, I mean, you talking about what was he going to get ready for the draft? I mean, what are we talking about? It'd probably do him more good to stick Stay around. And practice maybe get another chance. Yeah, maybe get another chance. Yeah, get some reps in practice. Um. Well, Will was only sacked once while in the game. He got the ball out quick and seemingly on time. After watching Washington State from the previous years over the summer, that's how the offense is intended to be ran. What was the disconnect with KJ other than it's a new system for him? Not trusting receivers and himself, trying to do too much? That's a good question. Because he ran it so well in the first game. And then they changed the defense on him and he lost everything. And I've never seen anything like that. So I don't really have a good answer for this. No. And then you got a quarterback in Will that has kind of been running the system his whole, you know, prep career and now here at State and it really does kind of just feel like Will may know it better. Yeah. I mean even KJ mentioned that Will helped him learn it. Yeah, no, you're right. So I mean 
look, comfort and confidence, the game's going to be slower for you. And it feels kind of weird to say that for a true freshman over a guy that's a grad transfer that did look so good doing it in week one, but I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it other than Will just, for this offense, may be the best fit. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, The numbers aren't there for Jeffrey Simmons, but he dominated the line of scrimmage on Sunday against the Texans. How much would you pay to see him and Derrick Henry go one-on-one? Oklahoma? I want to see that. Derrick Henry is maybe the biggest freak of nature since, like, Herschel Walker. I I, I wasn't watching the Texans game, the Texans-Titans game. I turned it on the play that he ran for 94 yards. So I I sat in my chair. They handed him the ball. And as soon as they handed the ball, I was like, he's got a little room there. And then as soon as he breaks through the line, you're like, well, now it's just like a freight train going downhill. Nobody's stopping that. And he's, he's fast on top of that. And I was trying to explain to my daughter like how much bigger he is. And like I'm fatter, obviously. I weigh more than him. But he's also so much taller. I was like, people should not be able to move like that. Like, you know, we're talking about the Predator earlier. King King Henry could take down the Predator. All right, that that's that he might be the peak of human evolution. I mean, it, 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 he's something to behold. There's no way he's stronger than Jeff, though, right? Stronger, no, but but explosive gets that mo- gets going downhill. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, I wouldn't want to be on the field, man, when those two those two collide. Goodness gracious. The immovable force. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, let's see here. Rob Montgomery, State playing A&M reminded me of something I've heard from y'all before about how they are new to the SEC West and thus have not made it to Atlanta for the SEC title game. But you also mentioned there was another school from the West who hadn't, and I couldn't remember who that was. Ah, let's run down it, because every right. now and then I forget – yeah, sure, I know sure. A&M, like well, you just, we just mentioned. Said A&M has not been in there, yeah. Um, of course, they played Mississippi State, who I well remember in 1998. In there, yeah. They made it. Uh, we know Alabama's been. They have. We know Auburn's been. Yeah, even LSU Arkansas. went last year. Arkansas. Been a few times, yeah. And who was that, that that Arkansas beat last week, too? Yeah, that's right. It's the same team. Um, six interceptions. Six interceptions. Wearing an ascot. Wearing an ascot. <laughs> Ole Miss! Ole Miss is the team that has not been to Atlanta. Cameron Payton. Joel, I took my wife to her first ever MLB game in Atlanta in 2004, and she's been a diehard Braves fan ever since. As an MSU fan, Lord knows we we know about disappointed. What would you – oh. Okay, no, no, no. I thought this might have come in. I was like, how did this come in late? No, we're good. We're good. What what would your advice be to her to get over the heartbreaking NLCS defeat? You don't. You just wear it. (laughs) You just wear it, and it sucks until opening day next year. And then all of a sudden, opening day comes and the crap of the past is washed away with optimism and all of a sudden we're going to win it all again until inevitably we're right back in this same spot again next year. Yeah. It's just how it works as a Braves fan. You you go into every year with hope. You're probably going to have a good regular season. Probably going to get in the playoffs. This year, they kicked down a few doors in the playoffs for the first time in about 20 years. Yeah. And then... The misery came. That's usually how it works. I'm hopeful that one of these years, for the first time since 1995, I'll get to have some jubilation come the end of the year. But thus far, uh, only 10-year-old Joel got to experience that. Adult Joel just cries in his pillow at night. It happens, man. Cameron Payton, gents, y'all have talked a lot of wrestling over the years, but I don't recall you ever spending much time on intros. 
Who are the top five wrestler mm. intros of all time? So do we, are we talking about just the song? Or like, because I would say like the New Age Outlaws. Yeah, if but their song is not that great. It's just, it's the Road Dog makes that song. When he, he said intros, he did not say intro music. Right. So I guess if you want music, then hit us with a question next week. So okay. I say we do this just total package here intro. Okay. Undertaker's one. Yes. Uh, Triple H is on the top five, I yeah. think. Yeah. With the water spin. Yeah, everything, and all, that everything all together. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh,. What the New Age Outlaws. Here? New Age Outlaws, yeah. Oh, you didn't know? I'm yeah. okay with that. That's that's a good one. Um, Goldberg? Yeah, from like the locker room back. That's, yeah, that's the, not the bad. march to the ring, banging the head on. Yeah, I can go with that. Um, need one more. Entrance. 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 I got it. The Sandman. Oh, that is pretty good. <laughs> Like that ECW one night stand entrance, where the whole crowd is singing "Inner Sandman." He's drinking beers and busting himself wide open. Can't beat that. Come on, that's pretty good. All right then. Uh, you know though, uh, it's, it's more the song than anything though. I was gonna say like when that glass shattered with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Who? <laughs> it's <laughs> what? I've never heard of that person. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Jackson wants to know if the offensive line had performed up to preseason expectations in the past four games, what is MSU's current record and how much would that have changed the amount of turnovers given up? Well, they'd be 4 0. Yeah. There's no question. They'd be 4 0. Um, if they perform that well from now on, what's likely our final record? Probably still going to lose to Georgia, but you can win the rest. Alabama? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah, yeah never mind. <laughs> so they, what, are they, what are they right now? They're 1 and 3? Yeah. So they'd finish five and five. You'd take that. Oh, yeah. You'd take that in yeah. a heartbeat so. at this point, especially. All right. Uh, oh, Kivas Wright wants you to do a what's causing all that for the Atlanta Braves now that their season is over. You get the juice for it? Uh, yeah, I think I do, actually. Bring it. What's causing all that is back in the first week or two of August, your ace tore his uh, Achilles. And we went into the playoffs. Granted, the kids, the kids performed unlike anything I've ever seen with with Ian Anderson, uh, the way he broke loose, and Kyle Wright finally at the end of the year figured his crap out, and Bryce Wilson got a start in the NLCS and was just mowing them down. But I can't help but sit here and think that, assuming that Anderson would have eventually come up, and I think he would have because I mean Cole Hamels was, I mean. Old man's arm's about to fall off, so he didn't even pitch but three innings all year. I think Ian would have developed anyway. And if you'd have had him along with Soroka, if you'd had Soroka, Freed, and Anderson kicking the NLCS, man, I, I really do feel like the Braves were Mike Soroka away from winning the World Series. But what's causing all that? Injuries. An, a ruptured Achilles for Mike Soroka. Mm-hmm. That was what caused all that. Because quite frankly, when Soroka went down, I was kind of... The only thing that made me think, well, they'll still make the playoffs, is it was expanded playoffs. Now, as it turned out, they somehow weathered the storm and won the division. But anyway, that, that injury, I thought, may ruin the season altogether, and I think ultimately it did catch up to them. All right. Adam Johnson. They also the... didn't hit, by the way, in the last three games. That's that true, hurt. too. Adam Johnson wants to know, what's the story between Peter Burns and Haydad's cousin? Actual disdain or trash-talking old friends? They never met. He just knows that Chris is not a good person. It's just as simple as that. Those who meet Chris know. 
Real ones know. <laughs> Peter Burns is able to pick it up from us, from our our context clues. Uh, let's see here. Uh, got some stuff here. Still going here. <laughs> All right, the Mangum Cafe wants to know. Do you read reviews before making a purchase? Do you leave a review after making a purchase? I don't... After making one, no. I may should, but I... Really doesn't cross my mind much. Um, yeah, I, I think... Usually, I don't want to say all the time, but... If I know I'm in the market for something, I'm going to do some review looking at. If it's something that's... Yeah. I, I'll look at some reviews. I don't. I don't look too much, though. I mean, now, it, depends, that said, it depends on what, what it I, is. What I look at is the stars. All right. So if it's like four point seven out of five, I feel pretty good, right? But if it's one point two out of five, I'm gonna look at the reviews and see what's going on there. Because sometimes it could just be yeah somebody who just you know, somebody decided to spam something. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on what it is too. Because like, I mean, if it's a pretty major purchase. Example. You know, we recently added our third kid. Yeah. So we have. Uh, been looking for bigger vehicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at reviews and safety ratings yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, that sort of stuff to see kind of what would be the best options kind of stuff. But I mean, if it's something that, you know, I'm fixing to go spend 10 bucks on it. No, I'm not looking at a review. I'll just go yeah. get it and hope yeah. it works. Uh, David Wilson wants to know, what would you set the Vegas, what would you set the Vegas line that an MSU offensive lineman will be selected SEC offensive lineman of the week before the season is over? I would say there's no line on that one, my friend. The odds are off the board. Not gonna, probably not gonna happen. If someone does, who is it? Cross. Probably your best option there, yeah. So we'll see. Will Fry says, "I don't mean to get political, but waffles, pancakes, or French toast." I think we've had this one before. We have. Um, man, I waffles and pancakes are right there together for me. I, it's hard for me really to favor one over the other. Um, but given the two options, like if I had the IHOP thing with the blueberries yeah. and crap on, I'm going with the pancakes over a waffle, but I do like the waffle. Mm. French toast is the answer. See, I, that'd be my third, easily third. You're just wrong. You're wrong, my friend. Now, I do like it, but of those three, it's easily number three on my list. America's Dogs wants to know. What's the best steak in a restaurant within a 30-mile radius of Starkville? It's an easy question. Anthony's? Anthony's is the correct answer. Best steak in, best steak in the Gulf. Uh, that, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, America's Dogs. What cut of meat do you buy when cooking a steak? Well, first of all, I, I get it from Welcome Home Beef. I want to make that absolutely clear. And it just tastes good. That's right. What, do, what kind of steak do you want? You know, you? I like my fillets. You're a fillet guy. I like a New York strip or a ribeye. I can go for either one of those. And then, uh, let's see here. Who's our next question from? Uh, uh, Lake and Waddle, he's already answered that question for you. He wants to know what the Braves' number one priority should be. People want to know. Uh, Logan Ledbetter, is this the best leech defense through four games? I don't have the statisticals. Uh, the statisticals. The statisticals. He got the statistical <laughs> fortitude to find those things. I don't have the stats in front of me. Uh, but my, my guess is, yeah. I mean, I don't think big Texas Tech or Washington State was ever leading the conference in, in defense. Not just leading the conference, leading the SEC. This is the SEC, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it really harsh. Uh, Shelton Tillery. You know what Zach Arnett would tell you about that, though? They're not that good. It's too early. It's only four games in. They suck. <laughs> I, I'm just waiting to be like, you know, I heard one of you guys, I don't know which one of you was, but you're just something that's putrid. That's what our defense is. I'm going to be like, yeah, thanks for listening. 
Shelton Tillery, much like Coach Leak suspended Kylan Hill for a week, I too had to suspend Mississippi State football social media this week for having the unmitigated gall to post a maroon is all that matters. Question, does that make me a bad fan or a good fan that holds my program accountable and won't tolerate such chicanery? The answer is neither. Makes you a great fan. (laughs) I couldn't believe they did that. And I was chomping at the bit by the end of it to make a tweet. And as soon as that game was in, I was like, same slogan, same offense. (laughs) I wanted to go with, now I know why you tweeted this. But I left that one behind. What are they thinking? (laughs) God. I felt like that was a personal attack. I was triggered. That that slogan has such a poor connotation with this fan base. Yeah, I mean, I know that when 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 Sly said it back in the day, it was an awesome thing for to say. It was yeah. an awesome in the moment, but given how that team performed for five years, yeah, y- you about just can't say that right now. Or maybe by ever. the way, that was sixteen years ago. Just want to point that out. I know, man. Yeah, and look, I understand that sometimes catchphrases stick. Roll Tide, War Eagle, they've stuck. That one didn't. Hell State will stick forever. Yeah, it sticks. That one didn't stick. Time to move on. Don't ever say it again. No, I had. I feel like Lou Brown and, and when Willie Bates Hayes made the basket catch, like great tweet, guys. Don't ever bleep and do it again. <laughs> mean Girls, stop making fetch. Yeah, stop making maroon is all that matters a thing. It's never going to be a thing. All right, Jude Landry, could you please define a blitz in football? Is it bringing more than four pass rushers, or is it some other definition? That is exactly correct. It's more than four. You all right there? I was Are you having like a stroke? No, I was sitting here thinking, was that was that Mean Girl Stop Making Fetch happen? Yeah. Or okay, I was making sure I had the right movie. I now. wouldn't let you go down that road. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Appreciate that. We may not have gotten the quote right, but yes, Fetch was the Mean Girls thing. Yes. So I missed uh, that question. But yeah, in, a, blitz, a blitz is bringing more than four. Yes. So you bring five, that's a blitz. Bright. Has they been blitzed at all? Not much. They said Tay and M blue are uh, blitzed twice. Saturday. That's right. We saw that. Yeah. That's right. Bright wants to know, is Mason Miller's job in jeopardy? No, not at all. Uh, what will the ticket situation be for men's and women's hoops? Will it be similar to football? I believe that's the case. I haven't got any official word on that, but I believe that there will be 25%. I think it's just the way it's going to be. I'm a little surprised by that. I mean, it's an indoor thing, but I guess that's fine. Will State ever win a natty in any sport? I hate the term natty. I'm not going to say that again. Is it okay for, as a Mississippian, is it okay for to root for Ole Miss to win a national championship just to give Mississippians something to be proud of? Second part of that. You get the hell out of here with that second part of that. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Are you an insane person? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine those, how pompous they would be? There'd be no getting around it. You couldn't go out in public. They'd have to open Kroger at like 3 in the morning for Mississippi State fans to go shopping. Well, the, the thing here, I'll, I'll go the more rational approach with this. That was rational. <laughs> I mean, as Mississippi State, what's your primary uh, recruiting enemy? Yeah. yeah. And if that other team yeah. wins a national championship... Yeah, you're in just trouble there. So. Yeah, you, that does not help as your cause to state, land top recruits. State winning one, they have a fantastic chance in baseball and women's basketball pretty much year in, year out. So, do you, oh God, if I uh, let's give you 30 years, does state win a national championship in women's basketball or baseball in the next 30 years? I think so. I think so. I feel like they're knocking on the door for baseball. It just, feels, I gotta see, I gotta see what how Nikki McCray can recruit in the coming years, but 
Well, I mean, if it's honestly, her best chance is in her first year. This team's loaded. Yeah. They got talent everywhere. So, Delvin Irwin, good friend of mine, former St. Aloysius uh, alum there. Atlanta in the World Series, game seven. Mississippi State playing for a national title in football at the same time. You can only choose one to attend. First off, I'm trying to figure out why is the national championship game in October or why is the World Series in January? But we'll we'll let all that We'll go with it. We'll just go with it. Uh, Obviously, I'm going to the football game. Yeah. But Joel T. Coleman. Is there anything like a Saints Super Bowl or a Lakers Game 7 or something? like? Is there anything that you would go to over a state national no. championship game? No. No. See, I think my answer is the same either way here. Yeah. But I will play this. This would have been a tougher answer for me like in 2013, 2014 yeah. when I was not on the beat. Because the beat has, I well will, now yeah, it's it's work. I'm talking about, it, but as a fan, you have to pick. What I, I, I think, I'm gonna I'm gonna add another caveat. They don't allow streaming in the press box. Yeah, so you can't you watch. Can't the watch game. it. I mean, I, I think it's the same answer either yeah. way. It'd be the Braves. Okay, the Braves. Yes. Ooh. I mean, I can't describe to you how. I mean, long before I was, I've always been state Braves, but like. I don't know. I, I just feel like I never remember a time where I was not just diehard 12 months a year thinking about the Braves. Okay. And, right. and, I mean, State I was too, but I don't know. I mean, I went to my first Braves game before I ever went to a State game, and Atlanta's four and a half hours away. Yeah, okay. Colton Peterman says, I've always hated when coaches say teams look good in practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. With that said... What's something you've been good at at in practice, but not when it mattered? Something I'm good in practice. Not like I don't know. Matters. Oh, I know exactly what it is. Okay, go ahead. Shooting basketball. Oh, you, if you just go to the gym. If and I shoot. could just go and just shoot, like if you, I don't know about now. Yeah, I, I hadn't done it so long. I may suck, but um, like in high school. Yeah. If you if we played horse. Yeah. I was beating you in horse. Right, but you didn't play high school. Basketball. But if if yeah, no, I, I like tried out and sucked. Okay. I've said. Suck like four times during the show. That's all right. Okay. I said hell like three times a few minutes ago. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. That, like, the problem with me is I'm not good at anything. So I don't know that I was good in practice or in real life. So I don't know. That's a good question. Sean wants to know how did Washington State's offensive line typically do in the Apple Cup? What was the biggest reason for the air raid failing to beat Leach's in state rival during his time in Pullman? Well, talent. Yeah. Talent's the biggest reason. I mean, how did state, their offensive line do? About the same way states did does against Alabama every year. Poorly. Yeah, that's just how it went. And that's because Washington is 10 times more talented than Washington State on a year out year. And a lot of people want to, and I think I brought this up, they want to move that to the Egg Bowl. But that's not the case. You know, what was Leach's record against Oregon State? That's a better uh, uh, comparison. Yeah. So, speaking I mean, of this, like, yeah. who's got the best D line in the SEC? Alabama? <sighs> Maybe them or Georgia. That's, State better figure some things out for Halloween night. Well, I mean, they're not going to. They're not going to win anyway, but. But they'll, they'll come up with something, and they'll keep it respectable. It'll be like it was when they went sh- over there a couple years ago with Moorhead and that 2018 team. Yeah. Lost 24 nothing, But, I mean, they might lose 31 nothing. Yeah. But we'll see. John Jeffrey Nelson, can you remember the most surprised in a good way you were by a restaurant? Were you in there, you were like, I don't know about this, and then the food was just incredible. 
Hmm. Go if you got one. Something's nothing standing out. Normally, I'm the, you talk about reading a review. I am the king of reading restaurant stuff and getting an idea of what I'm walking into. Yeah. So I can't, you know, when I go to places, I'm like, I expect them. I'll tell you one, though. I'll tell you, I do have one. Uh, the trip we went to New Orleans last year, I had planned out almost every meal we did, right? And then on the last night we were there, I, I, I don't know why, we, we, we the, the one place we were going to go, we didn't go. But we found this place that was near the hotel called Galliano's, and I had never heard of it. Didn't know anything about it, but I looked at the menu online. I was like, okay, you know, my wife has a, she- a seafood allergy. Yeah. So I was like, they got some stuff there that you can eat. Let's just go try it out. It was fantastic. Really, really good. I mean, that's the kind of place like I would want to go back to New. And this is in New Orleans. Yeah. So I mean, I got a million options there that are great, but that place, that place really stood out. It's a really good place to eat. Yeah, nothing really jumps to mind. John went for to me. a Ruby Tuesday one time. Yeah. It was unbelievable. So, you right. know, I when we walked into Big Mama's, oh, were you worried? Well, it's just you're walking into a high school, basically. Didn't you tell me they moved? By the way, they're no longer in this place. That yeah, they have in. a real like brick and mortar yeah. location. Though, well, yeah. when Big Mama's in 2019 in Omaha, when you and I and Robbie walked in, it just to know you're walking into a high school. Yeah. It does not look all that attractive from the outside but. walking in. That's some dang good chicken, man. It was good, man. man. It was good. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lead you astray. Uh, Alex Barham, pick two offensive linemen from the past 10 seasons to help. Who would you pick? Elton Jenkins? Gabe Jackson. Gabe Jackson. Yeah, I'm done. I've solidified the middle. I don't even care who the other guard is. That can be me. Those two guys will take care of everything else. Uh, let's see here. If Kylan Hill is done at state due to his choices and attitude, where does he land on the what if list of Bulldogs, such as Dante Walker, Renardo City, and Malik Newman? He's not, on, He's that not on that list. He had a good career. If he had left last year to go pro, you would have said, like, hey, he had a good career. Yeah. He was the state's leading rusher two seasons in a row. Or I guess he might not have been behind I mean, Fitz. he was the league's leading rusher a year ago in the regular season. He was behind season. Fitzgerald his, his, his sophomore year. But still, he rushed for like 800 yards. I already gave the roast recipe. Uh, let's see here. Barrett Bruton wants to know, what's more surprising, the defense or the offense? Four games in. It's the defense, to me. He, yeah, well, let's play it this way. What, what did we – did we I, – I, I thought the defense would be somewhere between 10th and 14th yeah, in the league, and they're number and one. They're number one. Yeah. What did you think the offense was going to be? Well, first off, don't forget the offense, number-wise, the LSU game is still, like, carrying it. Yeah, so it's really probably, like, middle of the pack. Look, look at it like this. Let, let's, let me ask you this. We go back to September 25th, right? Yeah. The day before the LSU game, and I said, all right, I can see into the future. If I tell you on October 20th that State's struggling a bit offensively, do you, or struggling, just, just struggling offensively, are you that t- totally surprised? Not that they would... That they're struggling, right? Yeah. But if I say they have the number one defense in the SEC on October 20th, you're shocked. Yeah, that's true. So that's the answer. Yeah. Uh, why he wants to know why I'm throwing Will Rogers out with the trash? I'm not throwing Will Rogers out with the trash. <laughs> you hate Will Rogers, man. Don't do this to me. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not gonna have to do this at SEC Media Days 2023 and take a picture with the boy. <laughs> Stop. Uh, let's see here. We're we'll sitting here, Will. Uh, you know, going to New York for the Heisman. I still haven't seen anything that impresses me out of him. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> Of the five Heisman finalists, he's at fifth at best, you know. Yeah. Will Carruth, 
Does State make a bowl game at three and seven? I don't. I don't think they're going to be three and seven bowl teams. You only got to get seventy eight bowl teams out of. And there's seventy six teams playing right now in the Big Ten and the Pac twelve and the MAC are coming. You're going to have enough bowl teams to get there. There might be some a couple four and six teams. I don't think three and seven is going to make a bowl. The question is, do you take a bowl at three and seven? Yeah, you one hundred percent take a bowl. You absolutely do. Never mind. You want to keep the bowl streak thing going. You need the practices. You need them. That, that can make up some for what you lost in the spring. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Thomas Loftus also upset about the Maroon is all that matters. So there we go. I'm going to say that made more people upset than people saw it and thought, man, that's great. Yeah, oh, you're right about that. Kevin Matthews trying to hey, – Kevin Matthews, hey, man. It's not Ask Kevin Matthews. Stop. Uh, this weekend, Dalton Lee, our guy. Could the Kylan Hill hurdle tracker be in an end? Dalton Lee might be out of a it job. It could. Uh, this weekend, I went paint mauling for my bachelor party. Congratulations. And it was exhilarating. It really brought out the survival instincts of everyone. That being said, in a free-for-all of all the beat writers, MSU affiliates, Brandon Walker, who would be the final man standing? Well, Brandon Walker would take it too far and try to kill us with his bare hands. Yeah, what are we doing here? What Playing we... paintball. Oh. I know who the answer would have been last year. Logan, Logan would have Lowry. a good shot because he, he's a he's good a shot. Hunter. Yeah, he's a, he's a big-time hunter. He would, he would have stalked us and killed us all. Who, 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 you know, I don't know. I've played paintball a few times. It's fun. I was in better shape back then. We're friends, right? Yeah. You're a big target. <laughs> I am. I, I think we can get I got to bunker down. I got I to gotta, I gotta hide. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a lot of camo. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right. Yeah, here's Adam Johnson's the guy who's asking about the uh, great defense and we have no offense. So. Josh Patrick, this is a good baseball question for you. The rule states pine tar can't go past 18 inches on a baseball bat. That being said, what's the point of putting it tar any further up than the grip a la Azunia? How far does he put up the pine tar? Is it all the way up? It's Ozuna. Ozuna. It doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> he doesn't have the tilde or whatever it is. Okay. Uh, now he's going to be Ozunia. <laughs> Ozunia. I don't know. Wasn't it uh, the whole the Kansas City the Brett Butler George Brett. George Brett not Brett Butler yeah uh, yeah did he had it up above the well yeah but yeah I, this is a, a little known fact about this I don't know if you know this or not they protested that game right and they came back and found that the, they found in favor of the Royals and they restarted the game just want to point that out the next time the NFL says something about how a clear pass interference can't be overturned but anyway if if the pine tar is up above I guess it could like stick and sling the ball. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So I was hoping you knew the answer to that, baseball guy. But you don't. I don't. I don't know the answer to, yeah. to that. Linton Gilmer, I know this is looking forward to a few months, but what do you think the pitching rotation will look like this coming season? Linton, tune in to tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning and hear from Chris Limonis himself. He will be happy to tell you. They call that a tease in the business. Did he talk about Landon Sims starting? No. He did not. No. He mentioned that the other day, by the way. Can well, you imagine that kid as a starter? Yeah. Oh, God. Add him to everybody else? I, I think with the, the way he throws, with the power he throws, he's just he's more suited for the bullpen. Let him let him rip it loose and throw 96, 97 the whole time. Yeah, I feel that too. But then, I don't know. I, I've kind of think too, like, could you imagine, like, say Sims is a weekend star. I don't know what he'll be. He yeah. may end up back in the pen. But right. Like Sarantola, who's throwing 96 out as a yeah. rotation. Put him in the pen. He's throwing 99, probably. Yeah, yeah. Jay Hammers, who wins the championship first, Mississippi State baseball or the Atlanta Braves, Joel? Does it happen in our lifetimes? 
Gosh, I hope so. Um, I'm going to go to the Braves. I mean, you just mathematically, they have a better chance. Because first, yeah. there's only 30 teams in Major League Baseball. Some of them stink. Mm-hmm. Some of them want to lose. They get a better draft pick the next year. Uh, and then you get in the playoffs, and anything can happen there. Yeah. I, I just, I think the Braves are better suited. And shoot, I mean, the Braves have won world, you know, three World Series in franchise history dating back to Boston. So they've done it multiple times. State's never won a natty. So I never said natty. I know you hate it, but. Oh, God. Stop. But yeah, I, I say the Braves. I'm going to guess the Braves win it before State. But, I mm-hmm. mean, then again, if this baseball team or this women's basketball team well, wins he said Nash- baseball. Oh, you said baseball only. Well, if, shoot, if Lamonis and company win it this year, I'm not floored. No. But I'll go Braves just because the odds. Jacob Chancellor, if you could imagine yourself being any size and stature with professional-level talent and athletic ability in any one particular sport, but at your current age, what would you choose? He says he chooses golf. Ooh, that's really good. See, for me, it's more difficult. At 44, I mean, what could I be, you know, I'm, I'm past my prime and everything. Not golf. Not golf. Pro wrestling. Plenty of guys in their mid-40s still still getting it done. Could I look like Batista? Like, not not now Batista. Like, the 2004 Batista. I'm trying to picture you just ripped, man. Oh, it'd be so Batista, if he, like if there was a, ever, like, a chance, like, where God was like, well, you could look like anybody else on the planet, I want to look like prime Batista. I don't want to have the belly button tattoo. I'm just saying. Like, Rock at WrestleMania a couple years, a few years ago when he was fighting Cena. That wouldn't be a bad... Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, it's the same age. Yeah. Mid-40s. But uh, golf is probably the answer here, right? Yeah, because you're not beating yourself up. You still yeah. got some years left. Yeah, I was thinking baseball, but I was like, I got to be 44. I just don't see how that would work. So, I mean, shoot, I'm now you could be you. Well, I mean, I, I'd be at the tail end of my career in baseball. Like Nick Markakis, his for the Braves is yeah. obviously tailing off, and he's he's 36. I'll be 36 in June. So, I'm just saying. That makes me feel old. It's like if I was an MLB player, I would either be retired or about to retire. Well, think about me. Like all of the guys who were great when I was a kid are, are not in the game anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, is there anybody left? I'm like, he was good when I was younger. There's not. Who's playing in like Major League Baseball right now that was playing? Who's like the oldest player or the, the longest tenured player in baseball right now? I wonder. Let's see if we can figure this out here. Fernando Rodney. As if this is correct. This is MLB. This is from February 4th. So here we go. I don't think that's him now. So let's see here. All right. Uh, Pujols is 40. Uh, Rich yeah, Hill man. is 39. Eric Kratz, who I've never heard of, 39. Nelson Cruz Oliver is 39. Kratz. Oliver Perez is 38. Adam Wainwright is 38. Yadier Molina is 37. Sinsu Chu is 37. J.A. Happ is 37. Robinson Cano is 37. Now, he, he was starting to come up. His first season was 05. What was Pujols' rookie year? It was like 03, wasn't it? Pujols was 2001. So I, I was. I was a, I, his first year was when I got married. When he his opening day of two thousand one, I would have been in the tenth grade. Because yeah. anybody else here? And then uh, Robinson Cano and Darren O'Day 
Our Atlanta tied, Braves. Yeah, are tied at 37. So there's 10 guys 37 or older and only one 40-year-old, Albert Pujols. So, yeah, I, w- I would be the oldest guy in MLB by four years. So, yeah. All right. If Julio Franco was still – I bet Julio Franco could hit today. He's, still, he's playing in Japan, isn't he? I don't think he is now, but it wasn't that long ago that he, he was. He could still hit. He, he, could go out, he could go out there and do a job for you. He'd get 250. All right, Caleb Glover, top three Western movies. I don't even know if I can name a Western movie. Really. Oh, come on. You can name one. Can you not? Name Tombstone? Oh, okay, yeah. Tombstone. When I think Western, I think like those old-timey Oh, yeah, Western, but no, anything like, like John Wayne movies. movies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like Django like Unchained is technically a Western, I would imagine, but I wouldn't put it on there. Coming on immediately following the Braves game tonight, yeah. John Wayne. Well, True Grit's going to be on my list. True Grit should be on that list of best Westerns. Maybe Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood or The Outlaw Josie Wales. I don't know. Tom Tombstone's number one. Uh, what is your favorite smell? Like, probably... Like a, a ballpark, like a freshly yeah. cut grass yeah. ballpark. You walk in, you get like a whiff of the hot dog. Yeah, like, yeah. A little beer undertone of that. I mean, just I guess the no, baseball nut I am. When that's, I that's when I think of thing. what's my favorite smell, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I got you. Mine's like a steak on the grill. I can smell it sizzling. Oh, I love that. Uh, what's the best concert you ever attended? New car smells up there too. I love that new car smell. Okay. Uh. Best concert I ever attended. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge concert. Neither guy. am I. I my, my list is short. Um, and it, it maybe Caleb saw Van I, Halen for twenty bucks. That's a pretty good deal. Justin Timberlake probably. Okay, hell of a Dude show. Puts sure. on a show. Yeah, I saw Kiss. So I saw Kiss on their first reunion tour in '96. I saw them again on the farewell tour in I think '99, <laughs> and they are still on that tour. <laughs> now they've got like two different b- band members because I think Ace Fraley dropped out and Peter Chris died, but they're still going. I think. Uh, last one from Caleb. <laughs> Which skills do you think would translate better, football to rugby or rugby to football? It feels like football to rugby. Running and tackling, everybody can do. Yeah, right? because like football to rugby, you could kind of take the chains off a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. You just go out there and plaster guys. Yeah, rugby. You'd have imagine to- Derrick Henry, the rugby player. Oh gosh. <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> I mean, because if you but, went rugby to football, you would have to like limit yourself. Yeah, rugby, rugby to football. I mean, there's so many more rules in football. It feels like. And I don't know the rules of rugby, but it seems like a simpler game. It feels like a little more. Just yeah. go out there and kill somebody, kind of deal. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Crystal wants to know: Is it disturbing to be overly excited to transport morgues at your job? Okay. Like, would you clock in, even clock in early from your lunch to be able to do a morgue transport? Is this just something people do, or is it borderline serial killer behavior? Crystal, I'm not going to lie to you. It feels like borderline serial killer behavior. You like t- transporting dead people. I mean... You, you are a man who has some experience with this. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> do you get excited about it? Do I get excited about transporting dead people? I mean, I've never transported dead people like me. Your but, father has. Well, I mean... I, they use transport services and things sometimes to pick up like bodies at the airport, bring yeah. them in, kind of deal. Is I, that what's a little weird? It's a little weird. I mean, somebody's got to do it. I mean, I didn't say nobody's got to do it. I'm just saying, being excited about it, it feels like it's a little weird. 
I mean, at the end of the day, if you, long if, show, if, the if you like driving, mm-hmm. that's really all you're doing. No, you're right. You're right. And now you got company in mm-hmm. there with you. But yeah. All right. We've got a lot of this question here. We've had a few of these people ask us. Does Scott Quint, does the air raid allow for a mobile quarterback? Is the quarterback running considered an absolute last resort? Is the ideal quarterback for an air raid pro style Peyton Manning like? Yes. Yeah. He wants a pocket passer who's going to move the chains with his arm. And if you've got some mobility to avoid a sack, that helps. But he doesn't want you taking off. No. So that's just how it is. Rob Hadaway. Going to get right into my sweet spot because I don't like scalpers. Scalpers really bother me. I need tickets while you're holding eight in your hand. Yeah. I, I love doing the whole, there's the guy who's like, I need tickets. And then there's the guy, I've got tickets. And I'll say to the guy, hey, you need tickets? Yeah, that guy has tickets. And I just walk away. But it, that said, if tickets are all digital this year, how do we still have guys standing out on the street before the game yelling, who needs tickets? That's a great question. That is a great question. How do they, I don't know the answer. I think some... I, maybe. Am I wrong in saying that you could pay an extra fee and they would print them or something this year? I think you could print them off one way or, or the other. Or you but can like, print them at your house, maybe. But who's do, who's printing them off and then and I, selling them? Yeah. Because at that point, you could get the scalpers, right? Couldn't you do that? Be like, just sell them a sheet of paper. Sell them a sheet of paper with a barcode on it. Oh, here's my ticket. You know, it's not a real ticket. So, yeah, there's no way I'd buy a ticket from a scalper this year. No, I wouldn't do it. Because I mean, what are they going to do? Yeah, text you a photo from their phone. Right, like, right, right. Uh, Rob Hadaway, the guy whose helmet the interception bounced off of, was he immediately put through a concussion protocol? I've never seen a deflection like that in my life. That really did look like a video, video game, game glitch. I would. Brett Hudson said this, and I'd say the same thing. I would have rage quit. A game of Madden if an interception happened like that. Yeah. Be like, there's no way that could ever happen in real life. We're starting over. Uh, Rob Hadaway, is there a team that puckers up harder against Alabama than Georgia? Ah, well, I can think of one. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got one on my mind. Uh, no, Georgia. They've had, I, I, some, I think they said this yesterday on Sports Talk. I think Richard may have said it. Georgia in the last three games has had a halftime lead against Alabama and has is 0 3. So I don't know. Uh, let's see here. John Burnett, have you recorded the rumblings yet? Well, now we have. <laughs> we'll see if he gets a question in. Uh, let's see here. John it, Burnett. Yeah, some of you guys, like, if you ask these questions sometimes, I don't. On Rumblings Day, I've gotten to. I will check my notifications sometimes, but I don't scroll all the way through them because I get lost. Yeah. So I just. Sometimes I see them, sometimes I don't. Since we're all in agreement that the Los Angeles Dodgers can rot in the ninth level of hell, there's word number one, how would you most like to watch them lose? Sweep or a walk-off in Game 7? I like to watch them get swept. Watch them not win a game. Get up there and just... And I want Kershaw to somehow lose two of those games. Well, uh... Shut up. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Ain't happening in Game 1. This was the question I didn't ask you in the post-game Periscope, and I said I'd save for the rumblings. Will Jaden Wally make the All-SEC freshman team? Uh, if he keeps catching the passes, he's got a chance, yeah. I, I, I guess. I This season has been so weird. Like I don't really have a feel for what's going on outside the uh, Mississippi State. Yeah, I don't either. Like I have a little bit of an idea with Alabama and with Ole Miss, but like who are the top freshmen in the conference? i got no idea. I mean, if Kylan Hill, for whatever reason, doesn't return, Marks is going to have a great chance to be a... Yeah. Like an... All yeah. freshman running back or something. You say that he's getting like twenty yards. Well, I mean, who else around the conference is playing? Oh, I have no idea. And the running back is a freshman. I, I don't know. So I'm just saying he's going to have a ton of opportunities. What I'm saying. 
Since 2020 has been a complete dumpster fire, my wife asked me if I wanted to put up our Christmas tree on November 1st because the tree usually <laughs> makes her happy. Usually I'd say wait until the day after Thanksgiving, but she may have a point. What are your thoughts? I think November 1st is a little early, but you know what? It's 2020, man. If, if, if that's what makes you happy, you know, because just do it. Just just go ahead and do it. I bet the Coleman Christmas tree goes up not long after November 1st. Mm. So, Alexandra Watson. I have two things I don't like driving behind. Log trucks. Thanks, Final Destination 3. And motorcycles because I'm afraid they're going to fall and I'm going to run them over. What irrational fears do you have? Do you have an irrational? I, I, my fear of heights is like that. I'm always afraid like a gust of wind is going to pick me up. And I know it would have to be like a hurricane force wind <laughs> to pick me up, but I am just afraid of that. She mentioned a good one, mm-hmm. um, 18-wheelers on the interstate. Yeah. And it had to be a log truck or anything, but when I'm beside them, I won't stay beside them. No, I'm, 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 I'm pushing the gas, yeah. Because I, I just have a fear of, of them blowing a tire or something and, yeah. and coming over yeah, and you're right. just... Mm. Or Vin Diesel's going to come behind you. He's robbing that 18 wheel. And it's why <laughs> it's why I hate that stretch of road. Like if you're going to Fayetteville from you go through Memphis and then oh, yeah, into yeah. Arkansas, and it, you, that's just a it's rough, god awful stretch of road because it's just 18 wheeler, 18 wheeler, 18 wheeler. Yeah. yeah, hate it. Uh, let's see here. What we got next here. This is the part of the day where Schrader transferred. Gosh, so, we're just there? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but, but that's going to be most of the... Uh, I think that's almost it. Hunter Manette, Manus. I don't know if it's... Hunter, let me know. Is it Manus or Manus? Manus. I don't know that. I'm just... That would be okay. my guess. Both of you have said covering the team has made the losses easier to take. What's the loss that hurt the most to you as a fan since you've been on the beat? What loss hurt the most? Yeah, that you're just like you had you couldn't say anything, but you're like, I know what it is. Oh, I me. know what it is for me. One, two, three. The College World Series, World Series. Louisville yeah. game. Yeah, that that knowing I had to go down to the locker room and face yeah. Mangum and then and those guys was tough. It was tough. Yeah, because it's one thing when you lose a game, but you know that honestly, like the Liberty game in basketball, going in there and seeing Q and all those guys. That's the last time you're going to see those guys. You know, I'll never yeah. see Q, Q Weatherspoon again in my life, probably. You know, not that he's my friend or anything, but you feel like, you know, you get to know the guy a little bit. And just, you like, you know, their season's over. You know, so. Uh, if you could interview any athlete, who would it be? Let's just go with present day. They have to be playing right now? Yeah. Any sport, pro? Any athlete. If I could interview any athlete playing right now today, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I mean, it's tough to go away from like my fandom here because I'm thinking like Freddie Freeman or somebody, mm-hmm. but but I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. You you go if you would like. Well, I'm a businessman, so I'm gonna interview a guy that's gonna get listens. Oh, LeBron, Dak Prescott. Oh, okay. Yeah, on this show. Yeah, I was well, thinking like national. Oh no, I'm not. I'm talking about, you know, I wrote, I host a Mississippi State podcast. If I said tomorrow, exclusive interview, I Dak, sat down for 20 minutes with Dak Prescott. Yeah. Dude, everybody's listening to that. I was thinking more for selfish, like, what would I enjoy? Oh, I like to talk to Dak anyway. So. Well, I would too. Why do you hate Dak so much? <laughs> Dak was my cover photo for about I five know, years. I know, I know, I know. Tweeted that thing again the other day. 
I'll stick with my my fandom. I'll okay. talk to Freddie. Freddie Freeman. All right. Yeah, we're we're just pulling through stuff here. Oh, I I, I missed this question earlier. John Jeffrey Nelson asked this, and I missed it. I'm sorry. What percentage of your kid's Halloween candy is appropriate for the dad tax? This is more you question because I don't ever eat candy. That's true. So, you know, I like to go with what the, the current administration sets. So, you know, if Biden gets in there, my kids could be looking at some trouble. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> because as far as I'm concerned, they are in the top 1%. My children are. So, I, you know, I just, I just go through it and I pick what I like. You know, I make sure that if there's only one of something, I don't take that. So if for some reason there was only like one Reese's cup, I would not take the only Reese's cup. But there's always like 10 Reese's cups. So I'll grab a couple. Is that your favorite? Uh... Yeah, probably. Reese's, uh, uh, Snickers. Uh, I like nerds. Like I like fruit candies. I was a big peanut M&M's guy back in the day. So I like peanut butter M&M's. Those now, are good, too. Yeah, back in the day, there, back when I was a kid, there was only two M&M's. There's plain yeah, peanut. Yeah, plain peanut. So, uh, uh, pretzel M&M's are really good. Uh, I haven't ever had those. I guess they still make them. I hadn't had them in a while. but Yeah. And I think that... Is that? Did you say? I don't know why I thought. Well, I thought of this because we were talking about candy. Somebody tweeted the other day. I think it's a thing. There's like Hershey Kisses cereal now. Yeah, I've seen it at the grocery store. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that. I mean, I thought you didn't like sweets. I like cereal though, and and that's kind of it's sweet. It's it's you're pushing it there, but it's not quite. I don't like chocolate cereal. I don't like like Cocoa Puffs or Count Chocula or Cocoa Pebbles or anything like that. See, I kind of do because you end up with chocolate milk at the end. I don't put milk in my cereal. I don't like milk. I don't always, but sometimes I do. Yeah. Well, I like, I like Cookie Crisp too. I'm a big Cookie Crisp guy. I like Cookie Crisp. I'm like old enough to remember when they had vanilla wafer Cookie Crisp. They don't have that anymore. Yeah, I don't even think I. Yeah, I know. So I'm a uh, for sweet cereal. I'm a Captain Crunch Crunch Berries, the king. See, I don't like Crunch Berries at all. What's wrong that's with not, you? Not it's a thing for me. Apple Jacks is a good one. Oh, that's really good. I, I Underrated. Like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. See, I don't like cinnamon. Do you not? Okay. So, I, I like cinnamon toast crunch is okay, but it's just not my favorite. Waffle crisp. Oh yeah, we're, I, I'm the other in. day I went to the Kroger and they had the Eggo waffle cereal. It was only a buck forty nine. It's only like three ninety nine. So I bought a couple boxes of waffle. That's as good as dessert, as far as I'm concerned. I used to really like those honey smacks too. Oh yeah, with dig them the mm-hmm. frog. Dig them. Yeah, I, I like that. I like a honeycomb. It's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not small. No, no, no. <laughs> And was it corn puffs? Corn pops? Yeah, pops. Yeah, those are good. So there you go. I'm a cereal. I'm a cereal connoisseur. I'm like Jerry Seinfeld. I'm all about the cereal. So I used to sit down with a box of cereal, kind of like some people sit down with a bag of potato chips or something. Yeah, Chex is a good one for that. Yeah, just eating a, bi- a box of Chex is good. Uh, all right, tomorrow's show, like we said, we're previewing men's basketball and baseball. We've got interviews locked up and done with Coach Lamonis and Coach Howland. So we'll talk to those guys tomorrow, give you our thoughts. Plus, we'll talk about Garrett Schrader. I have an interesting theory. I want you to, I'm going to leave you with it, and then we'll talk about it tomorrow. Garrett Schrader's departure, that's the last vestige. I know he didn't play for him. That's the last vestige of Dan Mullen at Mississippi State. You said you were going to leave me with leave it, you with so that. I can't respond. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk He's Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.